0: The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to go to glow.fm savagepremium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Welcome to today's Savage Nation podcast, and the title is Earthquake, Why Dems Lost So Big. I can summarize it. In one phrase family values family values are back again are you ready let me begin with the fact that not one of the phony liberals in the media who's doing analysis of what happened New York Times LA Times Washington Post has even mentioned the tranny in the bathroom has even mentioned the beating of the father who came to the aid of his daughter at a school board meeting by talking about it and was beaten up by cops are you listening to me they are either they're clueless Or they're part and parcel of the problem, which we know that is the fact. Did any of the major media mention one of the main issues, tranny bathrooms, the tranny rape? It was not mentioned by any one of them. The earthquake is the people speaking, and family values are back. Now, the New Jersey truck driver, who spent $143 to defeat the top Democratic boss, Tweed, $153, he won in New Jersey... Defeating the New Jersey State Senate President, Boss Tweed, saying voters were tired of the government messing with people's families. That's all you got to know. Even James Carville, lifetime Democrat, said stupid wokeness is what did it. And he added the McAuliffe clip, by the way, to what he was saying. Parents shouldn't tell schools what to teach. Are you listening? Parents shouldn't tell schools what to teach. That's what Virginia's McAuliffe said. He's telling parents they should have nothing to do with their children. The government should take over. So, my friends, it boils down to family values are back. That's how I see it. Tranny bathrooms. This story just came out this morning, which, again, is hard to believe. You know about the tranny who raped the girl in the bathroom? You remember that? The mother of the skirt-wearing boy who was convicted of raping a ninth-grade girl in a Ludon County school restroom said that the victim was to blame, the victim was to blame, the girl was to blame for being assaulted because she did not make stronger attempts to defend herself. The sicko boy's mother, who's sicker than he is, said in an interview that her son, who last week was found guilty on two counts of rape, was not transgender, despite reports alleging that he was. She said he just likes to wear skirts sometimes. Oh, conveniently go into girls' bathrooms and rape them? She then defended her son's actions pertaining to the rape, falsely alleging that at the time of the May 28th rape, he, quote, wanted to have sex in the bathroom with somebody that was willing. The mother then proceeded to blame the victim for not doing more to fight off a rapist. She told the Daily Mail, if I was in a position where I was about to be raped, I would be screaming, kicking, everything, said the mom. You're 15, you can reasonably defend yourself. You're not going to just sit there and take it. And so because there wasn't a presence of a fight, he felt it was okay to keep going. So the rape by the fake tranny received national attention after it was reported that the victim's father, Scott Smith, showed up at the June 22nd school board meeting and loudly accused the Loudown County School District of trying to cover up his daughter's rape, which they did. The vermin on the school board said it didn't even happen. The lousy cops arrested him, threw him to the floor, charged him with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest, following an altercation with a woman at the meeting who said she doubted the validity of his daughter's sexual assault. The lousy school superintendent said at this board meeting, quote, the predator transgender student or person simply does not exist. And to his knowledge, we don't have any record of assaults occurring in our restrooms. Now, that man should be in prison. That man should be in prison. Mother of Loudoun County bathroom rapist blames victims, saying you're 15. You could reasonably defend yourself. So it's all about family values. It's enough. People have had enough of tranny bathrooms. But there's much, much more, as you well know. And in looking at it, everyone seems to know what happened, except the vermin on the Democrat side, especially the far left. Some of the middle of the road Democrats know exactly what happened. hmm. Some of them know what happened. Some of those on the Democrat side who are older and more centrist knows what happened. Youngkin said the Virginia election results show American people care about kitchen table issues. I call them family values. Again, angry Dems slam Biden after a catastrophic election. Nobody elected him to be FDR. You hear this? FDR. What about the migrants on the border? Where did they go? Where'd all the Haitians go? Huh? What happened? Why was there a Virginia trouncing? Well, Biden comes out and says, we need swift action to pass my agenda to deflect voter anger. That's not why the people didn't vote for him. It wasn't because he didn't spend trillions of dollars on public works the so-called social safety net, and combating climate change? The Democrats are saying that's why they have to accelerate this work? Again, they're completely wrong. That's not what happened. It was about basic family values. It was not about the so-called progressive values, which are not values at all. The progressives are the problem. The progressives destroyed the Democrat Party, and all I can say is, go Cortex, go. Go. Go, Jayapal, go. Go all the way back where you came from. Go, keep going, keep going, keep going. Maybe we'll eventually get rid of the vermin like you. You know, for much of the 20th century, Democrats were the party of the working class, while Republicans were the party of suburban professionals. But politics have changed recently, and uh, it's said that people vote less on their income and more on their cultural attitudes. No kidding. But the fact of the matter is, Things are changing, and if you have children, there's no question in my mind that you can't vote for a Democrat without putting your children at risk of being raped or having their mind raped. In Virginia this week, McAuliffe was trounced by between 10 and 20 percentage points, depending on the exit poll, among voters without a bachelor's degree. McAuliffe particularly lost ground with white working-class women. Mmm, guess they didn't get brainwashed enough. They didn't go to college. Working class means their brains still work. When you say working class, think brains still work. The fact of the matter is, race was not the biggest issue. It was family values, nothing else. Then, of course, there was the lockdowns. But in Virginia, it was the rape of that girl by the so-called tranny that got the people to come out and the beating up of the father who stood up for his daughter at a school board meeting. Fact of the matter is, Democrats pushed their agenda their far-left agenda, and they care less about family values than ever in history, and they're not talking about that. And so, my friends, again, to summarize the earthquake, why Dems lost so big, I summarize it simply as family values. Now, before I jump off, I've got to go to the truck driver. Very important story. There's a big analysis about the truck driver and why he won and what he has to say. And he did it on $143, right? I'm sure you've seen it and heard him. He's a good man. Knocks out the biggest dem of the year. And uh, why did he do it? Why did the trucker Edward Durr do it? How did he take out New Jersey's top Democratic boss, Boss Tweed? He stunned the political world by defeating New Jersey State Senate President Steve Sweeney. Well, he told Breitbart News that he won because voters were tired of the government messing with people's families. You see what I said? Family values. He said the main issue was rights. People talk about how New Jersey has the highest taxes and we're the worst state for business with high debt and so on. But bottom line is rights. It's family. When somebody's messing with your family, you'll do anything. He said the governor was messing with people's families. When you mess with somebody's job, their livelihood, their home, their children, people just won't take that. That's the truck driver. He said that New Jersey's harsh coronavirus policies had helped create a perfect storm that made his victory possible. He went on in an exclusive interview with Breitbart. He said it was the combination of a governor who acts like a king and a Senate president who acts like a court jester and does nothing. That made it very easy to convince people they were not being paid attention to and when they got ignored they got angry he spent 153 dollars to win he sent a little bit more he said that he spent about eight thousand to nine thousand dollars in total mostly on campaign literature yard signs and a now viral video by the way
2: hello my name is edward there i'm running for new jersey state senate i've lived here all my life raising my three kids in 2020, my opponent sat by and watched as Governor Murphy forced nursing homes to take in COVID-19 patients, resulting in the death of over 8,000 of our seniors. He remained silent as Governor Murphy with his lockdown and mandates forced the closing of over one-third of our small businesses, costing New Jersey family thousands of jobs. He has done nothing as seven out of every 10 moves are leaving the state, placing a heavier burden on those of us who remain. The Senate president has spent 20 years in Trenton. Higher taxes, increasing debt, and a rising cost of living. We deserve better. New Jersey, it's time for a change. So together, let's end single-party rule. Vote for me, Edward there for Senate.
0: He worked hard. He went door-to-door. And he tried to convince people working three to four hours a day, Saturdays, Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, six to eight hours. And he said, trust me, plenty days I did not feel like walking. It was too hot. My ankles and my feet hurt. I'm not a young man anymore and I have gout and plantar fasciitis. It was a hard thing. But it was well worth it because it allowed me the opportunity to talk to every person I could possibly talk to and understand what they were feeling and get the pulse. Listen to this. During one of his campaign walks, the truck driver encountered his opponent opponent, the old line Irishman. Durr challenged the old line Tammany Hall Irishman to a debate, but Sweeney blew me off. He laughed at me. Well who's laughing now? This is the Savage Nation. We'll talk in depth about what's going on, what is gonna go on, and how we can stop the tyranny and Biden's scorched earth agenda.
1: Michael Savage, a host like no other. What's wrong with this stupid wokeness? All right, you don't just look at Virginia and New Jersey. Look at Long Island. Look at Buffalo. Look at Minneapolis. Even look at Seattle, Washington. I mean, just defund the police, lunacy, to take Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools. I mean, that people see that. And it, 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 it it's, it's just really have a suppressive effect all across the country. The Democrats, some of these people need to go to a woke detox center or something.
0: Earthquake, earthquake. Why the Dems lost so big? Is it as big a deal as many news sites are reporting? Do you think it's really going to carry over to midterm elections? Now, I do, by the way. And I will tell you why during this podcast. This was a huge, huge win for Republicans. The Dems, the smart ones, are sounding the alarm. People who know what went on are saying what went on. But fools on the left are saying there's no mandate to change their insane anti-American, anti-family, anti-church, anti-God agenda. I see the opposite. The George Report says none Trump Republican surge. The left wing is saying that. And Axios is a Soros backed site. And I don't agree with it that uh, because Trump wasn't involved in the Virginia election, Youngkin won. You could argue that a lot of people don't like Trump. You could argue that a lot of people love Trump. But the fact of the matter is, Youngkin won in Virginia and it shifted to the right from 2020, not only in the governorship, but it was a huge earthquake in so many other ways, which will. Get into in a few minutes here on the savage nation podcast. It was a big deal But the liberal media has brought out the knives for white people, especially white women Now what is going on now? Matches almost perfectly with what happened when my book scorched earth came out the weakening of police the weakening of the military and Of course today we have BLM and Antifa who are raging out of control for years with liberals doing nothing to stop them at the level of the mayors or the governors. Back in the day from 2016 when I wrote Scorched Earth, which we're going to replace some of that today, I said that Obama's scorched earth policies are destroying the nation and that we are one election away from losing the nation. I said that if Clinton wins, we'll become mini Cuba. Well, now Biden won and we almost became a little mini Cuba. We're sort of like a Venezuela A little young Venezuela right now under Biden. Take a look at the cost of gasoline. Take a look at the stores. Take a look at what's going on for people who are actually working. I said then, Obama is tearing the country down. I was 100% right. But Biden's continuing what Obama did. But it's even worse because there's more fanatical leftists around Biden than there were leftists around Obama, if you can believe this. But let's look at this election for one minute. Okay, let's see what exactly is going on. What happened? Why am I calling it an earthquake? Because it was an earthquake. Why did it happen? Last year, Joe Biden won New Jersey and Virginia in landslides against Donald Trump. But these two states were quite different this time. The fact of the matter is the far left agenda of Joe Biden, most particularly attacking mothers, attacking children, forcing the radical left agenda down the throats of mothers, in my opinion, is what happened in Virginia. Meanwhile, in New Jersey, Republican Jack Citarelli came within a hair's breadth of knocking out once popular New Jersey governor, the far left maniac Phil Murphy. And I'm going to tell you what Murphy said shortly after he won. You're never going to believe what he said. He almost lost and he went on with his far left agenda anyway. He may as well be occasional cortex and pants. According to analysts who I trust, there are six reasons that the GOP won so big in many, many races this time. Voters rejected COVID mask and vaccination lockdowns. Black voters didn't turn out. Biden's approval numbers have collapsed because of his debacle in Afghanistan, the southern border being overrun by illegal aliens, soaring inflation, Biden's mental capacity and obvious incapacity, Great disenchantment among voters who gave Biden a thumbs down rating in approval polls and it spilled over into this election. On a social level, critical race theory backfired. Gender politics by the radical left attacking white people with CRT played a major, major role in the Virginia race. When McAuliffe said that parents shouldn't play a role in what their children are taught.
1: And I'm not going to let parents you come into schools bill. and actually you take books out and make their own decisions. <laughs> You vetoed it. So, to yeah, I've parents, i stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach.
0: And you couple that with the recent alleged assault of a female student by a transvestite in a skirt. These were big issues that caught suburban voters square on the chin. And they didn't accept the so-called woke culture at all, nor should they. It's insanity. But at the end of the day, folks, the economy played a big role. Massive supply shortages, soaring inflation, very, very big issues. Gasoline prices have doubled since Trump. Store shelves are somewhat empty in many places. And by the way, the Biden party is paying the price. So what else went on? Well, what else happened? I mean, I don't know if you really know what actually happened. You got to look at the actual uh, victories here. You know, there's a lot of victories for people. Black and Latino voters often vote Democrat, but did you know that Republicans of color just won two big firsts in Virginia? That's a huge story. A black Jamaican-born woman won the race for lieutenant governor in Virginia.
2: I'm telling you that what you are looking at is the American dream. The American dream.
0: And the son of a... Cuban refugee became the state's next attorney general, buried by the media. But the fact that Winsome E. Sears and Del Jason S. Mieris, Virginia Beach, are both Republicans, shows the inroads that the Republicans are making in the African-American and Latino communities that have long, long favored demon cats. And so they won. Ticket led by Glenn Youngkin. And uh, it featured two white men, Republicans now hold a symbolic advantage over Democrats, said Wilder, who was a Democrat during the 80s and 90s, became Virginia's first black lieutenant governor and governor. Wilder said, Republicans, they can say, not only one up you, but you provided no reason why Democrats should continue to be blindly supported by those communities, said Wilder. And he noted how Sears and Young can have both vowed to fully fund historically black colleges and universities that have long been underfunded by the Democratic leadership. But that's not the real reason that it happened. That's not what did it. What did it was the attack on a traditional family. And that's it's as simple as that. Let's not go in circles here. Okay? One of the winners is the fact that Sears will have a high profile in the state and will help her influence issues that she cares about. She's an advocate for government-funded school vouchers. Remember what McAuliffe said? Parents should have no say in what their children learn in school. That's what did him in. She says the opposite. Okay. And there's a lot more that we can go into that you should know about. And you will see that there's been an earthquake amongst traditional Democratic voters. And you won't read it in the mainstream media. But the fact of the matter is things are changing in this country and they are long overdue because we're almost losing the nation. Now, I tweeted during this, but the far left has not changed at all. The fanatic, mentally ill Omar, the most ungrateful refugee in the history of the United States of America, who should be deported, if we lived in a same time, she would be deported for being a communist of the worst order. Progressives, including mentally ill Omar, doubled down on their agenda that led the party to the disaster in Virginia, saying, we need to be even further left. This hateful Somali, hateful, shell-shocked Democrats were trying to reassess what went wrong after losing the Virginia governor's race, okay? Ilhan Mentalil Omar retweeted a comment by another Twitter user, said, we can't wait for the left to be blamed for a not-at-all-left Democrat losing a D-plus-10 state. The far-left battle Bond collective called the Virginia result a shellacking that should wake up the Dems. You hear this? You know that Youngen beat McAuliffe in Virginia, while New Jersey uh, Governor Phil Murphy won by a hair. But the fanatic mentally ill Omar, who hates the police, hates America, hates families, hates white people, said the party needs to go even further to the left and didn't do enough to combat the Republicans' race-baiting. Are you believing this? Are you, can you believe this? Well, you better believe it. There's a lot more to be said, but the Squid members like omar d minnesota let it be known she believes the party's establishment wing is to blame in virginia that's on a night when voters in her minneapolis constituency rejected a proposal to knock out the cops with the public safety department are you listening to this so she lost on the ballot initiatives that she wanted to defund the police but she's saying they need to move further to the left even further to the left show you how crazy some of these are Okay, and we'll talk more about that in a few minutes here on the uh, Savage Nation podcast and I want to thank you for listening.
1: The Savage Nation. It's Savage on Demand. What are the headlines that I wrote
0: during the election? I was actively tweeting and I really should read you some of the tweets. I will go back because I want to see them myself. Let's go back. The first one I said young can win we win the new civil war young can win we win the new civil war that's on twitter the left had declared a civil war against us against america and they lost in virginia and this was the first battle in that we're actually fighting back in first battle where we really could say anything in the election then i asked do any of the squid like occasional cortex the mental ill omar jayapal have children of their own people Well, why are you asking that Well, it's an important question. Tex has no children, but she'll tell you how to raise your children. My most popular tweet was this one. Mothers will save America from the leftist hordes. Never mess with mother bears and their cubs. I think that's the best one. But I also said something that's very important. I said with national voter ID, Demo Creeps would never win another major election. You'll have no illegal, no dead, no double votes for dims again. Voter ID now. So people say, well, how do you know that illegal votes only went for the Democrats? I said, who opposed voter ID? Only the Democrats. Now you know why Pelosi and the other illegitimate have opposed voter ID. Because they live off illegal votes. And with voter ID, they will be thrown out onto the ash can of history where they belong. These are some of the insights today on the Savage Nation. And now we're going to move on to a replay from 2016, the day Scorched Earth was published. You haven't heard this before. It's from an old radio show where I said Obama's Scorched Earth policies are destroying the nation. We're one election away from losing the nation. Was I wrong? Well, we almost lost the nation. I'm not sure that we won it yet. I'm not so sure we won yet. And I'm telling you that um, it's not over. After eight divisive years of Barack Obama, I try to tell you there's an irrefutable there was a, I tried to explain and er, I tried to lay out an irrefutable case for now how our nation had been undermined by terrorists from without, by anarchists from within, by a president, Obama, and politicians with contempt for the Constitution and the law, and by a complicit liberal media ep- epitomized to me by Anderson Cooper, the worst of all of them. You know, at that time I explained in 2016 why Donald Trump may be one of the two best hopes for America's future as we try to regain control of our government, our country, and our national soul. You hear me? I knew Trump could save us at the time. Thank God he won. But then he lost because of the media. Ladies and gentlemen, settle back and listen again, if you don't mind, to the day scorched earth was published, where I said restoring the nation after Obama, because if we can survive through this presidency, we will have 20 hard years of work ahead of us. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Savage. We've got more work to do, we know that.
1: And the choice that you make, that we make, just eight weeks from today, will determine
0: the direction of this country for a long time. Right on, And and, and I've already said this, this is not a choice, this is not the usual choice between parties and policies and left and right. This is more fundamental. This is a fundamental choice about who we are as a people. This is a choice about the very meaning of America. He knows it because he is the devil himself. And thank you very much, Barack Obama, for launching scorched earth so eloquently. You did a job that no one in the media could have done as well as you just did sure it's about the meaning of America do we want to go further towards the ex-soviet system or would we like to see the ship of state righted and send back on its course of freedom and liberty for all I don't have to go on and bash Obama we know he is the most deceitful hateful and repellent individual who has ever invaded the White House we also know that he's the most intelligent leftist the world has ever seen without screaming without yelling without doing uh, the things that dictators have been known to do look what he has done to this nation can the nation recover from him from his scorched earth policies is there anyone listening to this program who can argue that his progressive policies and open borders have strengthened america they've poisoned america is there anyone listening to this program who can argue that this deceitful hateful repellent individual barack obama has not trampled our Constitution. Is there anyone listening to this program who can argue that this deceitful, hateful, impeachable creature has not brought us terror, riots, mobs and chaos? Can anyone listening to this show who is in law enforcement or the military argue that this creature, who is more power mad than anyone I've ever seen in modern American history and more intelligent in his quest for power, can anyone in the police world or the military world tell me that your life is safer and better as a result of this creature and frankly are we not one bad election away from losing everything i think we are the president just confirmed that he's at least he's very clear what it's about it's about the fundamental transformation of the united states of america into a mini cuba we'd be a mini me of what cuba has if she takes over if grandma takes over if they can get her resuscitated in time If they can find the right cocktail of medication, if they can get Anderson Cooper jacked up properly and Wolf Blitzer jacked up properly and get them all on the same page by threatening them, Grandma might just win and take us down that road. Of course you know what today is for me, and you know it's an important day for me. I made it an important day for you. It's the day that my book, Scorched Earth, appears in bookstores across America. And believe me, it's got wide distribution. The, the first print run is 150,000 books. I'll just lay it on the line. You know what that is? You know what the burden on you is? I'm going to tell you right now. And I got to say it in a way, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to be like straight out level with you on this. I don't know what's going to sell all those books or more or less. But I got to tell you this. I believe that this book could change the course of this election, which would mean it would change the course of uh, political history. Now, what I mean by that is, You who listen to this show already know the whole story. We all sing from the same playbook. We know he is the most deceitful, hateful, and power-hungry, repellent president in modern American history, and we know what he's done to this country, and how no matter what he has gotten away with, like a junkie, he needed something more the next week or the next day. So no matter what he did, and there was no opposition from the fake Republicans, like a Heroin addict, he needed another shot of heroin. So he, he got more outrageous with his next act, with his next executive order, with his next flooding of America with Muslims. Whatever he does, he gets away with it. So like a madman, he has to raise the stakes because there's no opposition. The only opposition to Barry Obama and Hillary Clinton is listening to this show, listens to talk radio, reads websites. That's it. That's the entire constellation. Of the resistance movement left in the united states of america standing up to george soros and the evildoers in the bilderbergs meaning the new world order those who would control your very breath those who spy on you those who spit on you those who despise you those who think you are not only the deplorables but the untouchables they are this far away from absolute power and only you the audience of the savage nation can stop them now i know that most of you who are listening Are Sane enough to know that you have only one choice in the election. I won't even mention his name Some of you are so insane that you actually say you're not gonna vote for him and you still call yourselves right-wing or conservative I have no answer for your insanity other than you are absolutely exhibiting all the signs of liberalism Which is a mental disorder? Now scorched earth was written for you to buy for someone in your family or in your circle of friends who doesn't really know what this monster has done to this country and what grandma would do if, sh- if they can get her jacked up before the election. If they can fix the blood clots, if they can fix the elbows, if they can get the neurology working, if they can doctor the uh, cocktail properly, if they can fix the damage done by the concussion, if they can repair the deep vein thrombosis and whatever else we don't know about, she will take us from where we are to a place that you do not want to go to. And so you have to give the book, Scorched Earth, to a wife, to a husband, to a mother, to a father, to a child, meaning someone who can vote, who is brainwashed in the colleges. I know people in college are telling me stories that you can't believe what's going on. They're actually using Cuban-style comic books to brainwash the children in history classes in colleges. Comic books because of the idiots that they put into college. Comic books where they show every white person in a cartoon as angry and hateful and every person of color as a victim. A brainwashing unlike anything I have seen since I studied Soviet-era propaganda or those type of comic books that were printed and published under the uh, Castro brothers in Cuba. But I want to explain what I mean by the words scorched earth. They may not be apparent to the average person. I think you think I know what I mean when I say restoring the country after Obama. He is practicing a scorched-earth policy on all our institutions that are all our sacred institutions, in fact, on all of our freedoms. Where does the phrase scorched-earth policy come from? Usually when an army that has invaded a foreign nation retreats, when the nation counterattacks, they practice a scorched-earth policy. The Nazis did it to the Russians in World War II. The Nazis thought that they had the Russians... In a noose, so we're going to kill them. And then the winter set in. And the winter, God did, nature did what the Russian army could not do. It froze those Nazi bastards in their tracks. And then when the Russians marshaled their forces and finally counterattacked those Nazi scum, uh, they saw what they had done and what they were going to do, because there were advanced units of the, of the Nazi army that were able to retreat back to Germany. And as they were retreating from uh, Russian soil, they practiced a scorched-earth policy. They burned the farms, they burned the crops, they shot the livestock, they poisoned the land. So when I say to you that Obama is practicing a scorched-earth policy or policies, what do you think i am referring to shall i pick one institution after another and try to demonstrate my point let me start with the police the thin blue line that stands between us and the thugs who are obama's best friends the street thugs the drug dealers who are posing as innocent civil rights activists those street thugs are his are his nationalized private army The only thing that is missing now is deputizing them and arming them. Don't put it past them. The war on police, the epidemic of police shootings. Another cop was shot this morning in the Carolinas. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah, look at it. White cop shot by a black male. Did that make it to Anderson Cooper? Or was he busy studying the word hydration? Was he busy studying hydration? Was Charlie Rose busy studying hydration? As he gives one puff interview after another. To me, Charlie Rose looks like he's been dehydrated since he was born. It looks to me like Charlie Rose was born dehydrated. He's an expert on it. Suddenly, the media is all on the same page. Dehydration, 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 hydration, hydration, hydration. You say the word over and over again. That doesn't uh, refer to Hillary Clinton's illness. It's not about dehydration. There's a lot more than that. Now, she has pneumonia. We talked about her hugging a child. Did the child get sick? Reminded me of the little children that went out for dictatorships in the past to get flowers or give flowers to the dictator. Where did the child suddenly come from? Outside of of uh, the daughter's apartment. Like a stooge child. And what about all those ribbons the men around her are wearing? What are they stand for? I don't know what that is. They all have a new ribbon. It's not pink. I don't know what it symbolizes. The Secret Service, the AIDS. All of our AIDS, they have a certain ribbon on it. It looks like, what, a dehydration ribbon? For the dehydrated amongst us. Maybe it's a new cause Hillary started. A special fundraiser for the. You'll see like marches across America soon. March against dehydration. March against dehydration. People are going to start marching now for dehydration. The number one threat to grandmas across the world is dehydration. We must stop dehydration in our lifetime. Please contribute to dehydration. Give money to the Dehydration Fund. Vote for Hillary Clinton. Look, I'm going to try to lighten it up a bit because we are facing terror, riots, and chaos. And I do ask, can America be saved?
1: The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw.
0: An army that's either retreating or invading that uh, targets anything that might be useful to the enemy. That's what Obama's been doing. Targeting anything that might be useful to the enemy. We are his enemy. We the listeners of the savage nation those who call themselves conservatives or traditionalists however you define yourself you are his enemy make no, mo- no mistake about it now of course he hasn't burned your farm down it's it's not the the civil war yet but what has he done well how has he targeted you well he's triangulated you with fear you're terrified to speak out because you're afraid the thugs will get you the proof of my argument lies in the fact that if you carried scorched earth through a neighborhood where Black Lives Matter was prevalent, you'd be beaten up. That's the end of the argument. You're afraid of them. If you take scorched earth to work, they'll able to tell you to put the book away, even though it's illegal for them to do so. He has targeted you as the enemy. Specifically uh, in scorched earth policies, all of the assets that are used or can be used by the enemy are targeted, such as food sources, transportation, communications, industrial resources. And this practice is often carried out by the military in enemy territory or in its own home territory. This is what Obama has done. He considers this nation enemy territory. Meanwhile, as this is going on, two government witnesses took the Fifth Amendment today, like the mafia did, at a government hearing on the failure to preserve Hillary Clinton's emails. I swear to God. Two witnesses took the Fifth Amendment at a hearing today on their failure to preserve the Hillary Clinton emails. They should go to prison, as you well know. I mean, the Vellacci papers were not as dramatic as this. We have basically, we have, I I say it over and over again, you have a gang running America. It's a criminal gang running America. Used to hear about the mafia, the five families. Peanuts compared to these people. They flaunt the law and because they own the media, there's no consequences. Because we have a fundamentally a one-party system and there are no consequences. The gang leader is Barack Obama. He's the head of the gang. So they call a hearing, the Schmendrick, Chaffetz, has a hearing, another hearing, a useless hearing, on why did you not preserve Hillary Clinton's emails? It was illegal to erase them. And the, the company head who did that, like the Vellacci papers, takes the Fifth Amendment. It's beyond belief this goes on. So, my friends, I say to you, if I say to you they're practicing a scorched-earth policy, what do you think I mean? So, let's say, okay, it's obvious I know that. Now, why should I buy the book? What do I need to talk about it? I'm not a child. I know that Obama's a monster. I know he's a, a dictator. I know he's the most deceitful, hateful, and power-hungry, re, uh, h- power repellent president in modern American history. And I know that he is along the lines of William Kunstler, Timothy Leary, and Bella Abzug put together. There's no question he's practicing a form of supremacy and racism. You know, back in the day, there were militant Black Panthers. And do you know that even Martin Luther King Jr. couldn't stand them? Did you know that? See, I go back that far. The Black Panthers were hated by Martin Luther King Jr. He knew what vermin they were. And yet, because of this group of evildoers I mentioned from the 60s, the left-wing drug peddlers, the social peddlers, they destroyed the will of America, and they twisted the American mind to the point where a radical, deceitful man like Obama could become president, and a sick, deceitful woman like Hillary could even be running for the presidency is amazing to me. Now many of you think that the Beatniks, when they died, it ended. It ended with the bongo drums and the beards and the sandals and the beads. It didn't. They were basically harmless reading poetry in coffee houses and on street corners. They're not a big deal. The Beatniks are dead. But then Eddie, who came back from World War II after defeating Superman, Eddie had children. And those children are out there right now. Some of them have become acolytes of this illness. But not all of Eddie's boys have become girls. Not all of Eddie's boys went to Harvard. Not all of Eddie's boys went to NYU. Not all of Eddie's girls went to Columbia Law School. You see, Eddie's boys and girls, who now have a name. Hillary gave us all a name the other day. What did she call us, Robert? I forgot that. I can't even remember it. I keep thinking untouchable, but that's not what she said deplorable. Eddie's boys and girls are still in America. They still have American values, which is why Hillary Clinton derides them as deplorable. So who are they? These are the children of blue-collar families. They're still a majority, by the way. Did you know that? They're really not a minority. They are still the majority, and they're still the backbone of this country. They didn't vote in the last presidential election because Barry Obama and Mittens Mittens Romney didn't speak to them. But I can guarantee you as I sit here on the Savage Nation that they're going to vote in this election. I can guarantee you. And when that sleeping giant, those former non-participants in the political process finally vote and elect their leader, you're going to see a change unlike you've seen in your entire lifetime, whether you like it or not. And they will vote because they'll finally realize that the West is being savaged from within by militant Islamists and secularists from the left. They will vote because if they do not, Christian beliefs will be stamped out and the West will be stamped out along with them. They will vote because they'll finally understand what John Adams, America's second president, was talking about when he said, our Constitution was made only for a moral and a religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. You are hearing loud outcries against Donald Trump and the rising force Follettis. You're hearing them described as bigots, racists, anti-women, anti-Semites, and homophobic. But those loud voices of hatred will, will eventually dim. The shouters will be reduced to the marginal characters that they've always been. Their megaphones will be taken away from them. They'll be put back into the boxes and the sewers that they crawled out of. Now, how do I know this? I know this because the Eddies will come to our defense one more time. The DNA of these Eddies who beat Hitler's Superman is in the children. Are in the, the DNA is in the children, their children. They're still here. I see them all over this country. When I travel out of San Francisco, I see the Eddies. The savages and the savagettes, they will stand shoulder to shoulder to honor the legacy of those who built this nation, who fought its wars, who bowed in prayer in a rich variety of faiths, and who raised their families that are the backbone of America. And when they do, I can guarantee you that this nation, that this world will be a safer place, even for the lunatic fringe. That, by the way, is the last page of scorched earth. It's page 282. So don't think I don't have hope. I have great hope. It's hinged on this one election. And so Barack Obama, when he said everything is up in the air and it's all about this election as to which way America goes, I want to thank him for clearly defining the situation that we are in. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. HUAC, 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 quack, quack, HUAC, We need a new UAC. We need a new, new U. Act to uncover the enemies within. Half of Trump's supporters are deplorable," said Hillary. The other side is half of Hillary's supporters are deportable, is what Trump should say. In fact, on my Facebook page, I sort of re- I see what people respond to. We put up a cartoon with her big mouth open and saying half of Trump's supporters are deplorable. Then we put up Trump smiling and it says half of Hillary's supporters are deportable, and we got an astonishing response to that, 353,000 people reached on that one. You know, you could see what people react to. It's interesting. Frank, line four, what's your point? Go on, please.
1: Yes, uh, Michael. Listen, I know that uh, you're not a supporter
0: of President Obama, but... Uh, and I just want to reiter- reiterate the, the but. I think that in eight years, uh, President Obama protected our nation militarily wise from sending more troops, land forces into uh, foreign lands. He used a very uh, stringent form of uh, military strategic uh, attack. All right, look, you could argue that. So let me ask you something. How do you feel about sitting idly by while ISIS is raping, pillaging, murdering, blowing up churches? conducting genocide against Christians and against Yazidis, enslaving eight-year-old girls, hanging people from meat hooks, setting them on fire while they are alive, doesn't that bother you at all? Absolutely. I believe in sending... You know, I heard over and over again after World War II that, and I heard it from Jews in New York, if I had known that Hitler was doing this, I would have done that, and if it ever happens again, no one's doing anything. We're all the liberals of America screaming about the genocide, the rapes, setting people alive while they're on fire and telling me how wonderful Obama's doing. The man is empowering them. You could say that... Uh... Are good, I'm glad I did say it. Because it's easy to put your head in the sand and say, all is well and good because you're not being put on fire. Thank God you're not being raped by ISIS or being hung from a meat hook. But ask the Christians in the Middle East, and then ask yourself why this monster in the White House, the most deceitful, hateful, and power-hungry man in American political history, ask yourself why, of all the Syrians he has brought in, 99.6% are Muslims and only 0.4% are Christians, while a genocide is being conducted against not Muslims, but Christians in the Middle East, because he is transforming America into... Part of the caliphate he is the new leader of the caliphate he is the most deceitful new leader of a caliphate imaginable and he's got unlimited funding and control of the media that's why so no he didn't do a good job he did a very good job for empowering and enabling isis sure it's wonderful from your point of view party on dance around the golden calf while churches are being burned christians are being killed you're one of the deplorables. If you're a Christian, you're a deplorable to Hillary Clinton. So what's the difference if another church goes up in flames? What's the difference if other Christian girls are kidnapped and turned into slaves in a, in, a, in, a, in a brothel? No, Obama's not doing the job that a leader of a free nation is supposed to do. He is doing the opposite of what he should be doing. New emails were released. Yes, emails. A Democrat in the Senate pushed for prosecution of conservative groups. You know what his name is? Sheldon Outhouse, I mean Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island. Sheldon Outhouse, a Democratic senator, Sheldon Outhouse of Rhode Island, secretly pushed to prosecute conservative groups. That's what Sheldon Outhouse did. Meanwhile, your deceitful lying administration sent more troops into Iraq while Clinton is saying we are not putting ground troops into Iraq ever again. I mean, It goes on and on. More? Would you like to hear more? Well, I'll give you more. Today is publication date for the most important book of our generation, Scorched Earth, Restoring the Country After Obama. The headline is simple, I had to write it. Tell me if you disagree, if you were writing the copy for this book and you had one little banner to run, I said, can America be saved, question mark. Read Scorched Earth by today. Then the advertisement shifts to a different type of a graphic and it comes up with another three words terror riots mobs and chaos question mark can america be saved new from number one new york times best-selling author michael savage are you telling me that there's no terror in america have you forgotten san bernardino orlando and all the other terror events that have been swept under the rug by the dehydrated members of the media have you forgotten about the black lives matter thugs and their riots have you forgotten about the mob actions in cities across America? Have you forgotten about the attacks upon Trump supporters by these thugs, Obama's thugs? You're telling me there's no chaos? You're telling me that a $20 trillion debt? I'm sorry, what did he do now? What's the debt in America? Oh, its 20000000000000 is $20 trillion, isn't it? What's the difference as long as the welfare checks go out? They well, don't care what the numbers are. Just keep printing money he's getting thinner. You know, I looked at a picture of him with Putin. He has like a 25-inch waist. You know that Obama looks like he's wasting away to me? <clears throat> His suits, of course, have been changed. It's very important this point. His body is shrinking as the economy is shrinking as he continues to inflate the economy with printed money. He shrinks. It's an interesting, okay, it's just you know, something in my mind put together. He's shrinking away in front of us. Meanwhile, Democratic and Republican voters are further apart than they've ever been. And I can tell you why. Donald Trump is beating her according to the L.A. Times poll. That's the L.A. Times poll. Meanwhile, the skinny thing in the White House is campaigning for Hillary Clinton in Philly. I don't know why he's going to Philly. That's a guarantee they'll vote for her. Dehydration or not. I mean, the cities he is going to campaign for her, if God forbid she was on a gurney with tubes coming out of her mouth, they'd vote for her. So what is he? what's he campaigning for? I don't get it. This is frightening. Donald Trump to unveil new childcare plan with daughter Ivanka. That I don't like. I'm sorry, I don't like. I don't like him hiring the former CIA director for a, Bill Clinton. Yeah, I noticed that. I saw that one. That was unbelievable to me. Why would he hire Woolsey of the CIA to be his advisor on the CIA? Well, look, the CIA is a bureaucracy. I mean, you could argue you need someone who knows how it runs, right, to be in there, but. Couldn't he have chosen? Do you know what I'm talking about? Donald Trump has chosen a former CIA director who worked for Bill Clinton. That's worrisome unto itself, okay? But couldn't he have chosen someone in the current military who is in military intelligence, who has distinguished himself or herself in the military, in military intelligence, to be his advisor on the CIA? Sort of a shadow government waiting to take power. Should he win? Why is he signaling that he's choosing a guy like Woolsey to run the CIA. I mean, I, I don't get that one. That's that's a little frightening. And then combine that with new child care plan with daughter Ivanka? Not good. Not good. Michael Savage, a host like no other. And you know, in a week or two, the book will be behind me. And I won't mention it much. I'm not going to sit and hammer it. A week or two, that's the way it is. It's like a new book comes out. Of course, I am the father of this book. Of course, I'm proud of my child. And of course, I will discuss it for a while, as is done in radio, and the and the world will go on. It's that simple. But right now, I just gave birth. The baby is in the bookstores. Please understand that I worked on this for over a year. I've invested an awful lot of my hopes and dreams in saving America with a single book. You know, books have, in fact, change the course of of a society. I mean, I name a few books that I could think of as a kid. Well, as a young man, I wasn't reading as a kid. I used to read comic books as a kid. But um, I'll tell you books that I remember where the title alone said everything. Okay? Rachel Carson wrote a book, The Silent Spring. I was about 18 years old. I didn't even read the book, but she changed the entire concept in America about pesticides. The minute she wrote it, The Silent Spring, I understood what she meant. That you'd wake up one day and there'd be no birds because they would be dead from the pesticides. We got it. The book sold a lot of books. I don't know what it sold. But more importantly, she created a consciousness which resulted in changes in how pesticides are used on our farms, etc. And for the good of mankind, to a certain extent. I won't go into the DDT counter argument right now. But she did change... The whole issue of what was known as ecology at the time into an environmental movement which has now been hijacked by a bunch of thieves and criminals. But the fact of the matter is that one book, as I'm saying to you, Silent Spring, thus Silent Spring, that title said what she was going to teach America. That's what I try to achieve with this dart called the Scorched Earth. The minute you hear the title, what comes to your mind? The minute I say Scorched Earth, what am I saying? Well, maybe you don't know there's a picture of me there's flames coming out of the out of the letters of the title but the subtitle says we're storing the country after obama so who am i implying is practicing a scorched earth policy none other than the shriveling president that's who and of course the most dangerous issue here is not him here you have this lying sick grandmother who says america wants change america wants change but she is practicing the same policies as he is she will continue the scorched earth policies against everything we hold dear <clears throat> maybe it was god's hand to slip and fall that's i will level with you i'll give you the shot when i saw it happen i just actually jumped up and said something is going on here you know you don't know the unintended consequences of all of these lies maybe the burden of lies and hatred that came out of her mouth at the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender event two nights before. Homophobic, Islamophobic, when she did the whole thing. Remember the the whole thing? You know, all his supporters, the untouchables, the deplorables. You know, the Islamophobic, homophobic. Like she was talking to her girlfriends at a college rally behind the scenes. Maybe the toxins of her vile, opinion of most decent Americans overloaded her I don't think it was dehydration personally
1: you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables right
0: here we go stand up comedian
1: the racist sexist homophobic xenophobic Islamophobic you name it
0: sounds like a girls college to me Then the slip and fall. Now, people are saying it was a fake to cover up what she did because uh, people remember this thing. They'll never forget it. I don't think so. I saw like a slab of meat with the shoe on the ground. Sorry. It was much worse than you think. Now, I got to talk about voter ID. I got to talk about vote fraud. I got to talk about this. For those of you who don't know what's at stake here, why would a party that is behind Hillary Clinton fight like heck to stop photo ids as a requirement to vote why would they fight to not require voter id do you know that even in poor countries for example like peru where people earn only three to four hundred dollars a month do you know that everyone who votes must have a photo id card to vote in peru that's in a country with grinding poverty you go to a caribbean nation you ask any individual in a caribbean nation if you can vote without a photo id the answer is of course not we know that every sane nation requires photo id photo id so one party in this country fights photo id that's the party of the dehydrated they fight it like poison why why do they not want voter id laws why do they fight to overturn voter id laws voter id laws where do they get the money to do it? george soros The most evil man on earth, in my opinion, a man who has decimated nations. A man who has decimated nations is the greatest supporter of those who want to block voter ID laws. In other words, states vote for it. And this evil emigre, George Soros, the most evil of men, a money changer in the temple, the man who gave us the Arab Spring, a man who has destroyed Europe, a man who is flooding Europe as a result of his insane policies with Muslim refugees, George Soros, this evil genius, has spent tens of millions of dollars to overturn overturn voter ID laws. Why? Because he wants vote fraud. It's the only way this illegitimate party can maintain its grip around the neck of freedom-loving Americans. What I just said to you is all in scorched earth, restoring the country after Obama. And the fact is that Obama owns vote fraud. He owns it. I explained it all in scorched earth. Remember Eric Holder, his former attorney general? You know how Eric Holder fought like a madman against state voter photo ID laws, which might help ensure some kind of verified elections? Why did Eric Holder fight so, so viciously to make certain that an election could be stolen? Well, the defenders say that, oh, the state voter ID laws disenfranchise minorities who are too poor to get a picture ID. And as I said to you, this is absurd. In nations where people earn only $100, $300, $400 a month, uh, they must use photo ID in order to vote. You go to a Caribbean nation, little nations, photo ID required. The most impoverished nation on earth, photo ID required. So then you have this gang that took over America, those who go to the symphony and the opera in San Francisco, especially on opening night with their pathetic gowns. They know that the only way to maintain their power is through vote fraud. They know that most people hate their guts. And they know that the average... I'm talking even in San Francisco. They're hated here. They are hated. If it was not for fake votes, we wouldn't have Jerry Brown in power as a governor. He used the uh, Service Employees International Union, mainly illegal aliens, to grab his power. The mayor in San Francisco. The cousins here who run the city. The Boxer, the Feinstein. You know... The Boxers, the Feinsteins, the Pelosi's, you know. I'm trying to use Hillary's cadences. I'm trying to get it, but there's no iambic pentameter in Pelosi, Feinstein, and Boxer. I gotta throw in a phobia on top of it. But nevertheless, they wouldn't be in power was it not for voter ID fraud. Do you understand what I'm saying? No photo ID so illegals can vote. I remember when 15 years ago they started making the ballots in San Francisco in seven or eight languages. I said, what are they doing? I'm living in America. What do you mean, these people who come over here can't learn English? And to that point, I was cleaning out one of my properties over the weekend, and I found stuff. And one of the things I found was very touching. It was my grandmother's little book where she was learning English. It was very amazing. I saw her trying to write English. God rest her soul, she died so long ago. And there it was. She was trying to write her name in English. Her native language was not English. It was uh, Russian, as a matter of fact. And you could see it, and you, the book was written for immigrants. And it explained to immigrants that they are considered blind if they can't read or write in the language of the land and how if you don't want to be blind anymore, you have to learn the language of the land. And it was a little grammar book from my grandmother had. It was very touching. It's it's now part of my archives. I, I almost threw it out, but it was found. And I said, "Oh my God, this is really amazing. I remember sitting in her arms, and she'd speak to me. She never spoke a word of English her whole life. Would you believe it? The woman never spoke a word of English, and I don't know the language. I don't know Russian. I wish I did. Teddy, come on, stop it. My dog's disturbing me. He's trying to rip a cushion. He's getting nervous again. He threw up this morning. He knows the tension's high. He knows what's at stake here. And so what I'm trying to say to you is, who owns the photo, who who owns the voter fraud business? Who? Barry from Honolulu. He created voter fraud. He owns the voter fraud issue. They have fought every state that passed Voter ID laws. Why? Because he practices a scorched-earth policy on every level you can imagine, as I explain in my book. Everything you touch, everything you look at in this society has been tainted by this evil skinny man. Do you you know why? Why do you think I'm talking about voter ID laws in scorched-earth? Do you understand how basic that is? That even impoverished nations require photo ID? Why do they require photo ID? If you go to buy a Sudafed, you need photo ID, don't you? But I'm talking about voter fraud in scorched earth, restoring the country after Obama. That's part of the scorched earth policies. States say, wait a minute, too many illegals are voting, too many people are voting multiple times. Now we're coming up with an election, and they're going to steal it on a grander scale because they are going to use electronic voter count manipulation, which will allow more corrupt Democrats to win. This corruption is coming directly from the practitioner of scorched earth, Barack Obama, as explained in Scorched Earth, period, a document of it. What person listening to this show can argue that we don't need voter ID laws, and on a what basis? Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it, and I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.